is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. Thank you very much, lady with a hot voice. How are you, ladies and gentlemen? Eric Zane filling in for Bill Simonson all across the huge radio network. Bill has it off today. More on that in a second. So glad to be here all across the great state of Michigan. And uh, hopefully beyond, working on some uh, new affiliates, I understand, uh, like the uh, spokes on a wheel branching out hopefully very, very soon. I don't know if that's true. I'm just kind of making that up. I'm trying to butter up the man, the one and only Bill Simonson, who uh, reached out to me not long ago, and he said, Eric Zane, I've got an opportunity for you. Uh, we're going to get you out of the dormer above your garage for a little bit and get you back in the studio once again. And I'm very, very pleased to do that. I, it's a flat-out miracle uh, that I'm able to pull this off on a uh, on a sports station because, you know, for a long time I was on a sports station and I didn't ever talk anything sports. It was, it was a, a, a horrible decision by the radio station that put me on at the time. Uh, and, uh, well, you know, the idea was let's get in this wild card guy who kind of like doesn't talk sports. And... Um, thing is no one listened and so it was terrible it uh, did not work at all in fact i was uh, kind of looked at as the reason why the station went belly up and so that was that so that's why i consider this to be quite a uh, victory to be invited into one of america's great sports stations uh well huge uh, uh, sports shows a huge network all across michigan and all these great radio stations some of which i've been fired from in the past a little bit more about who i am a former radio guy uh, who, honestly, uh, getting back to that, there, there's not a radio station that I've been in that I haven't been asked to leave with a box. Say, here, take your, get your stuff and get out. In fact, that sports station I was on, I didn't even set up the office because I kind of smelled it that it was coming eventually. And sure enough, that was that. So it was an easy way to get out. But yet, here I am on uh, the huge show all across Michigan in our flagship uh, here based on the west side of the state in, in uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Excuse me, I get uh, choked up about these things. Anthony Bellino filled in yesterday, and if I'm understanding correctly, it was a last-minute call 
to Anthony, who who actually did this. And the guy does it from his posh studio at his house. That's yes. awesome, yep. Yep. Uh, Brett. And uh, you and I were having a conversation about that guy. I don't know if, if enough people know that not only is he the voice of Michigan basketball, both the ladies' program and the men's program, mm-hmm. but um, uh, PA voice inside of the arena. Correct. And then he does, did you say football at the Lions game? Yeah, he does like the halftime report at the Lions game. He does like the pregame report, and he's up on the big screen. And then like during the halftime stuff as well, he like goes out on the field and plays the games with oh, the kids. And, yeah. That's, a, that's fantastic. This yeah. guy is happening. He is. Um, so that is that is really really cool. I'm glad Anthony was able to fill in, and he does a an amazing job uh, with X's and Bros heard right here on uh, most of these stations. In fact, probably all of them, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, still, just a fantastic thing. Thank you to uh, Anthony Bellino for filling in. And one of the things I heard him talk about, he had somebody on uh, yesterday, and they were talking about the Tigers. And I thought to myself, uh, what a horrible topic to talk about. Um, uh, going into the last game, they had lost nine games in a row, Brett. Did you follow that? The Tigers were actually within (laughs) shouting distance of making things happen. And then they were 0 for June until, I think it was yesterday, and some uh, walk-off hit. Torkelson hit one to center field, scores the game-winning run, and then everybody acts like they won the World Series. (laughs) And I don't know about you, but I was disgusted. Uh, I am. I, I don't like it when teams that have lost nine in a row celebrate so joyously. <laughs> like if I'm the manager of the Tigers, what's his name? Sparky Anderson. I forget. He's the guy. Hinch. AJ, AJ Hinch. Hinch yeah. If I'm him and that team's partying like it's 1999 after they they win their first game in ten, yeah. I like people are getting benched on that deal. You I mean enough? That's ridiculous. I mean they partied harder. Then the Denver Nuggets partied, okay? It was ridiculous. So, But, uh, you know, it, it's really quite remarkable to me as a casual observer when um, the uh, uh, top of the heap when it comes to sports in the great state of Michigan are the Lions. Right. I mean, this is unbelievable. And they haven't done anything to make us think that bad things are going to happen yet this year. Um the, the one guy, Jameson Williams, tried with the whole gambling deal, but I, I think that that was kind of just a mistake on his part. I don't think that that was that big of a deal, and it isn't like he's uh, you know been the uh, like the top receiver going into the uh, into this football season. But I guess my point here is you've got the Pistons. I mean, the horrible, horrible things that happened to them this basketball season, and then not even getting the top. Uh, pick with that one kid from France who's like nine foot tall. Have you seen this guy? Uh, Wembenyama? Wembenyama. Victor? <laughs> who's an incredible talent and they can't get that guy, so that's stunk. So that means they're out next year. And then the Red Wings, oh, uh, come on now. Holy moly. I've about had it already. I mean, I, I, I was talking to a friend of mine who works in the organization, will remain nameless, and this person said, uh, Ken Holland uh, got the Edmonton Oilers on track in a pretty fair amount of time. Uh, Jim Nill over in Dallas got that team in the right direction. And we're stuck with that uh, chump Steve Eiserman. I mean, for crying out loud, let's get going, my man. I mean, seriously. Um, and, you know, not many people would agree with that right now. But we've got another year coming up for them uh, with the NHL draft. 
and uh, and with this coming season, things better happen for our Red Wings. So we can't really talk about the Red Wings. Can't really talk about the Pistons. Uh, can't really talk about um, the Tigers, other than celebrating so hard after uh, one game out of ten. And that leaves your Detroit Lions. So now, but do you talk about the Detroit Lions on June 13th? No! So what does that mean? I don't know. I come in here and I just act like a smartass for three hours, I guess. And maybe that'll get us through. Thanks, Bill. (laughs) Nevertheless, I need to ask you this, Brett. Were there any rules in place for your old pal Eric Zane to get this show started? I mean, because sometimes, I mean, I have goofed up on the air here, and I get a phone call from the boss, and it's a, oh, boy, here we go. Yeah, just a couple. Yeah. You can't get too dirty. No, no, no. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. And then the second is no marathon talk. Oh, no, 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 no. no can't no. do that. There, I think it was, um, like, I did a show here. It was the day before the Super Bowl, and uh, <laughs> I brought in the local guy who has a marathon. His name's Don Kern, and I talked yeah. to him for, I think, Four hours. <laughs> Just an hour. Just an hour? Just an hour. Well, it seemed but... like four. <laughs> well, I loved it. And Bill was furious. <laughs> it was furious. He didn't even call. He just came over. That Did you hear about this? He drove over to my house. And when you were a kid, did you ever like go on your uh, buddy's uh, front lawn and then hit the gas and rip up the <laughs> rip up the uh, uh, turf? Can't say that he, I have. Well, Bill did that. <laughs> He's got that big monster truck he drives. Yeah. And, well, I mean, it still looks like like it's ridiculous. It would have looked better if I poured Roundup on the front lawn. That's how furious he was <laughs> with talking about the marathon the day before the Super Bowl. So, okay. And I know about Bill when it comes to being dirty. Because okay. when I worked with Bill at a station across the street, um, occasionally things might get a little bit wonky. And he says, look, I'm telling you this as a friend. No more poopoo caca. No more sexy talk. And I said, Bill, I, I appreciate that. And, uh, well, the rest is history. Because, again, I got shown to the shown the door with a box in my hand. So, apparently, there was too much poopoo caca. Maybe not enough. I don't know. Bill, as we speak, if I'm understanding this correctly, there is uh, a uh, Pro-Am golf tournament. Part of the... Um, uh, what is it? Minor the, LPGA. The, the Girls Golf Challenge or something? <laughs> yep. You got it. Okay. Same. That is, that's a big event every year because they do it for charity. Part of There's a big benefactor. It's called Simply Give. Yep. And then that uh, helps feed people, if I'm understanding correct. So that is just tr- a tremendous thing. And I know that um, the gallery is huge. There's people to watch this event and... Um, I have some ideas, Brett, about another successful golf tournament that I think we should get into. Okay. <laughs> now, just bear with me here, okay. because the, the people that golf in this tournament now are usually very young. Uh, they're always very attractive, and which, I mean, their golf game is the most important thing. But I always get the impression, I mean, I wouldn't want to go to that because I would feel like a creep. You know, I mean, I don't know. I just, I just get the, get the impression that if I were standing there watching a young lady hit a ball 300 yards, that they're going to think that I'm some kind of uh, scumbag. But it's only weird if you make it weird, I think. But I just made it weird. <laughs> exactly. I just did that, didn't I? <laughs> yes, you did. It's actually so fun to go to. It's a blast. You now, should try it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just feel like a creep. Okay. Um, what about if... The tournament was uh, like our own type of uh, go- touring golf 
uh, brand where it was all women that would have to meet like... Uh, uh, you know, gosh. like uh, go to some of the areas where they're like some of the farming communities and get some of the big hitters uh, and have like you, you, you must weigh <laughs> at least 410 and maybe with an eye gouged out or something like that. Just have that type of so that, you know, because I mean, everybody that you see on the tournament is, it looks like a million dollars and we get some of these people. You head over to Nuego and I don't know, a Croton Dam and no, maybe no text from Bill yet. <laughs> Right. All right. Maybe we can spitball that. We'll come back. We'll shelve it for now. Okay, good. And come back to it. Now, we have a lot of important things to cover in addition to what I just talked about. And if you have any thoughts or suggestions on this show, you can reach out to me on the coveted phone number, 866-838-HUGE. That's 866-838-4843, Brett. Now, they can also text in on that number, right? No, you, you opt in on the huge text chain yep. by hitting. No, you text the word huge, huge. to 21,000. Just going to say that. <laughs> 21,000. Huge to 21,000. Now, does that sign you up for anything? Do you get, like, uh, offers to? Uh, no. Nope, it'll just put you in our text chain, and you can text us, and we can see what you say. Okay. Now, we live in a day and an age, Brett, where there's uh, the people that are on the other end of the uh, the text or the phone call. They're warriors, and they want to put you in their place. They say terrible things to you. Gone are the days when people actually call and say anything nice. So does that happen? Have you experienced that yourself on this end? I've seen a couple of texts, yes. Yeah. Not today. No. Nope. Not not today. Not yesterday either. So I'd like to point out <laughs> to get the ball rolling on that that uh, I have said on this show when I had Bill when I was in here with Bill last time about how I foresee that the uh, Michigan State Spartans football team is going to have an outstanding year this year, much better than the Wolverines. <laughs> Now, everybody, including Anthony Clark, who I'll introduce in just a second, he thinks I'm nuts. (laughs) And I know Bill thinks I'm nuts. But the thing about Bill is he is the biggest Michigan honk that has ever walked the face of the earth. (laughs) And I'm the only one that will say that to him. (laughs) And so he's mad at me when I do that. I say, it seems like you're very slanted towards the Wolverines and you're kind of dogging the Spartans. And man, I tell you what, then the fire is is set. You know, they, we're 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 going that direction. And what's great about today is he's not here to dispute <laughs> any of this. So, Spartan fans, it is a perfect opportunity for you to call any time between now and six p.m. and talk about how you have just had it with Bill and his Wolverine Nation and all that other nonsense. <laughs> Because for the next three hours, this is a Spartan radio station. <laughs> so let's talk things Michigan State. Uh, he Bill has uh, gone out on and said, oh, yeah, Mel Tucker, the only reason why the uh, Spartans were good two years ago is because of, uh, what's uh, uh, the running back's name they had? Barry Sanders. Anthony, what's that guy's name? Who got drafted? Went, went to Seattle. God, why did... Oh, um, excuse me. It, the, <laughs> the He was incredible. Wow. His, I know he... Kenneth he's Walker. Third, the third. That's Thank it. You. I Kenneth Walker, the third. The third. I, I had to think of the third first. That's the guy. <laughs> the first name. Yeah, that guy came to Michigan State and he said, get on my back. Let's, let's go beat the Wolverines heads in. Yes. So now I don't know if that's going to happen again. 
But uh, I'd like to think that it is. So just keep that in mind, Spartan Nation, that uh, uh, this radio station, the huge show today, is green and white. (laughs) Go green. Go white. Go green. Go white. Just keep that in mind. Now, coming up in the next uh, segment and for the rest of this hour, uh, I'm going to introduce you. In fact, I'm going to introduce you to him right now. His name is Anthony Clark. Anthony, welcome to the show. I appreciate that. Uh, Now, you are are, uh, a... Seriously, man, you've got it. Okay, thank you. You in in the short time that I've known you, you've really sounded fantastic on this radio station. Now, I give Bill grief whenever I can, but he said <laughs> that Anthony Clark, this guy, knows everything there is to know about the NBA. And uh, you're you just got out of uh, uh, college, and here you are. Uh, you 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 set up shop here at iHeart Grand Rapids. How is it going for you right now? It's been a surreal experience. I'm more than thankful. It's a, a humbling opportunity, and having the chance to do this every other week has been absolutely phenomenal. So I thank huge. I thank Brett, and of course, I, I appreciate you, Eric, for speaking with me today. And I want to uh, punch you in the face. Yeah, exactly. for sucking up right now. <laughs> but seriously, it's I, I, I'm blessed to say the least. All right. Well, he's a good man, and we're going to get into the NBA Finals. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, a bold prediction was made some time ago by the man I just spoke to. So it's time to uh, set up shop and give him the credit he deserves coming up in the very next segment. It is the huge show across Michigan. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. Roll on Fridays to win a share of over $8,000 in premium play. Each week in June from 7 to 11 p.m., three lucky players every hour roll the dice for prizes. The rolling champion each night wins $1,000 premium play. Roll on Fridays only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Bill Simonson here for my good friends at Bean Garter. They're now a Dorn Mayhew firm. They're based in Troy, where Dorn Mayhew is located on the east side of the state. Bean Garter will stay in their existing location in downtown Grand Rapids. And Josh Garvey has been named the managing shareholder. Josh was appointed by Dorn Mayhew's board of directors. And Josh will lead the West Michigan office in downtown Grand Rapids in its vision, growth, culture, strategy, and client relationships. And Josh is very honored to lead the Grand Rapids office forward as the next manager shareholder. Bean Garter has had the privilege of serving the West Michigan market for nearly 75 years. And Josh's vision is to uphold that commitment and keep their firm focused on creating meaningful impact relationships in their local community. Congratulations to Josh Garvey as Bean Garter and Dorn Mayhew are now stronger together. Hey, this is Matt Shepard from the Michigan Sports Network. I love summers in Michigan because it means golf season. Now, two things always when I go golfing. I make sure I got my sticks, and I've got plenty of cold, fresh Labatt Blue Light. Whether I've just squeezed in 18 holes or I just want to relax on the patio after a long day, everywhere I go, and I'm serious when I tell you this, I tell people about the smooth, genuine taste of Labatt Blue Light. It's just a great beer. Michigan Sports Network is giving you a chance to win a foursome to Michigan's best courses. Just listen weekdays to the 
huge show and X's and bros, or just text golf to 21,000 to enter. That's golf to 21,000. The trip includes two overnight stays and two rounds of golf, all brought to you by my friends at Labatt Blue Light. So grab a Labatt Blue Light the next time you head out onto the course and enjoy the blue skies because blue is for Michigan summers and great times. Always enjoy responsibly. Copyright 2023 Labatt USA Buffalo, New York. All rights reserved. Labatt is a registered U.S. trademark of Labatt Brewing Company, LTD. Drive for a cause at Mini on the Mac on August 4th and 5th. Hundreds of Mini Cooper owners will come together at the world-famous Mackinac Bridge. You can register now at MiniOnTheMac.com to be a part of this one-of-a-kind event. That's MiniOnTheMac.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Show is live all across Michigan. Eric Zane filling in for the huge one who is uh, playing in the pro am. So did uh, Brad? Do you know if Bill got paired up? Who he got paired up with for this? Thing? I have is no this... idea. No, he didn't tell me. Okay, um, that would I would love to hear from him from the course. I mean, talk about uh, some of the uh, some of the highlights of this. I mean, that would be fantastic. I'm sure he'll share that. To, might he back tomorrow? Yeah, he'll be back tomorrow. Okay, because I, you know, Pro-Am, I thought maybe if the event is on Tuesday, he'd miss Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. No, he'll and, be there. And be back Thursday. He's going to be uh, at Blythefield tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday. For the big tournament. Yes, sir. Okay. You want me to get him on the on the phone later? No. No. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. The Tournament of Leering. Yeah. All right. 866-838-HUGE. 866-838-4-3. You can text HUGE to 21,000, be on our HUGE text chain. Did I get that right? <laughs> nope. I did it. 866-838-HUGE, 866-838-4843. There you go. What did I say? You forgot, you forgot the 48, so oh, you just said right. 866-43. <laughs> did I get the text thing okay? You haven't said that one yet. Uh, text HUGE to 21,000. There you go. Now, I understand, uh, Brad, that you have your hands on some texts that came in from some <laughs> Huge show fans who kind of want to uh, tell it like it is. Could you maybe, before we bring in Anthony Clark here. Uh, yeah, the first one says, I'll start it out. I thought Huge was the most annoying person in sports radio. I was wrong. Okay, uh, so we got something to build on. <laughs> We're going first with the bottom of the barrel. Thank you to whoever that was. Yep. I appreciate that. Another guy says we want you back on Free Beer and Hot Wings. No, I don't want to be back. We, we love Eric Zane. Go oh. Blue. Now, that's all the same one. We want you back. Yes. And free, they texted three Wings times. Is, he texted three times. Yeah. Uh, it's a uh, very, very popular radio show that I used to be on. And, um, you know, we were kind of like the edgy show. And now it's like a soft rock favorite show. And uh, so uh, that's not really my style to talk about, like, water fights in the front yard with the kids. So I, I, it's good that I'm not there. I wouldn't be welcome. So, anything else there, Brett? Uh, hey, Zane, I lived in GR from 3 until 10 o'clock. Okay. I was a big fan of yours on GRD. Was really excited to hear your voice today. Hope you're well. Ooh, did he say he lived in GR for seven hours? Is that what he said? <laughs> That's what it said. I lived in GR from 3 until 10 p.m. Oh, maybe he, like, worked here or oh. something. I don't know. That's very. That's Chris in Charlevoix. Oh, way up north. Way up north. Charlotte was beautiful. I love that place. That's about it for now, though. All right. Well, uh, keep them coming, folks. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Especially uh, especially you 
uh, upset Wolverine fans who are not happy that a uh, Wolverine slappy is not on the air. Um, you know, we'll just keep it there. Spartan Nation, proud. Go green. Go right. Right? White. Go white? All right. Yes. That'd be weird if someone turned on the radio right when I said, go white. That would be strange. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's welcome in Anthony Clark to talk about the NBA Finals. I'm sitting uh, next to a man <laughs> who made a bold prediction about the NBA Finals this year with the Heat I did. and the Nuggets. What did you what did you say? To be honest, I, I did. I predicted that the Denver Nuggets would close the series in five games, and that is what happened last night. Did you share that with Bill on this show? I did. It is. It. I'm sure many people heard it. We talked about it last week. I asked Superfly to please pull up the, the tape just in case we need it at any point. But yes, it is recorded and real evidence that I, in fact, said this on this show. Now, Bill probably said the heat in four, right? <laughs> he said, what did he say initially? I think he said nuggets in six. Yeah. And then I think. He went back after yeah after yeah. game four is when he said okay it looks like Nuggets in five because he ain't he aren't looking very well, well so you can't you can't go back <laughs> I, on his show I guess he can no. so <laughs> see he's he's the same ding dong who said that like uh, Lions are going to go thirteen and four this year <laughs> now. <laughs> I can't necessarily attest to that, but I appreciate the confidence because I think the lines, like you said in the previous segment, we have some something to look forward to. But thirteen and four, we'll see. We'll see. There's a there's a percentage of me that's like they're going to start out zero and six. That'd be tough if they did that again. I, I think because there's never been for me personally, there's never been a a bigger expectation on the football team coming Honestly. from a season where uh, they had that. Eight and two run to finish the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, pretty good draft. Mm-hmm. Only one incident where uh, the dummy gambled, <laughs> and then so that's it. You know, nobody drunk driving, nothing yeah. like that. No big deal. Yeah. No one suspended for more than uh, six games. Right. So all right, we can live with that, yep. and it should be good. So then uh, that expectation is quite high. Mm-hmm. I've drank the Kool Aid as I think a lot of people have, mm-hmm. and but I will tell you this. The Kool-Aid consumption is so strong with me that if they do lay an egg to start the year, it's going to be ugly. (laughs) It's going to be really ugly. I mean, people will be jumping ship so hard. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's typical fashion, though, right, for fans who claim that, and I'm not necessarily saying you, of course, Eric, but for those who claim that they're riding with the team and then a little adversity comes in and they all jump ship, like you just said. I mean, but but we see that in a lot of organizations. You can't always jump ship just because a little bit of adversity is happening with your team. You got to be there to support them. Yeah, I know. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. The only ones who do do that are the face painters. (laughs) I guess that is true. And I don't want to be around those people. Those are sick individuals for the full out costumes. Yeah, that's not yeah, you. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I want to. I want to hate on. I want to do like if there's something bad happens. I I, I want to be part of that action of letting everybody know that I can't stand them. So that's just the way I roll. 
Uh, but nevertheless, man, um, your thoughts on the NBA Finals this year? That was spectacular. Yeah, I mean, probably one of the better runs we've seen by a team in the Denver Nuggets, you know, in a while. I mean, honestly, it's been some great basketball over the past few seasons. I just saw a stat that this is the first time that um, in five straight seasons that five different teams won the NBA Finals since like the 70s. So we're seeing, you know, a different era of basketball, I think, overall, although Denver has a lot of high hopes that they will repeat next season including Mike Malone saying that in the championship speech but overall just a phenomenal series by Denver they cleaned up when they needed to they never really wavered even after that game two loss on their home court that was obviously tough to drop but they took care of business in Miami came back home and they did exactly what I was hoping that they would do I'm not gonna lie I was kind of biting my nails last night getting a little nervous when Miami caught some some traction came out with a lot of momentum but they did it for me so I'm happy so, you know, you talk about um, all the different teams winning mm-hmm. and the parity of the basketball league. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that the league is like, yes, this is what we want. Especially Adam Silver. I mean, because then that kind of, I shouldn't say guarantees, but at least gives you some hope as a basketball fan that maybe it won't be that dominant you know, team that's constantly winning like we saw with the Warriors in the 2010s. I mean, even the Spurs, I think they got maybe two, at least two in the 2010s. So you like to see that, uh, you know, a little bit of variety when it comes to who is going to be the champion of said season. So I like to answer your question. Yes, I think not only the fans, but especially Adam Silver as a commissioner is happy to see that there's some variety going on. What about a team out of Detroit that uh, loses like more than 60 games? The team that's plus 50,000 to win next season's title. Gosh. <laughs> bottom of the league, bottom of the odds. How can you be perpetually terrible year after year and you don't and you get worse? How do you how do you do that? I don't I don't know. I genuinely do not understand what is going on with the Detroit Pistons outside of they have a phenomenal talent but they keep drafting so many young guys like there's no I understand a lot of veterans don't necessarily want to play in Detroit so it's going to be hard for them to acquire these solid all-around veterans but either way that is going to be the trend that Detroit has to start going towards because like uh, Huge and I have talked about in previous episodes they need to stop constantly drafting young guys and start using their, you know, uh, picks, uh, whether or not it be the number five pick or maybe even a little bit higher in other drafts to start bringing in okay. some more lucrative players. So you're saying um, unload the picks, get some established uh, talent with old man strength. I mean, some leadership. Kind of, I mean, Huge is very adamant. I'm bringing in Draymond Green. I think it would be a solid pickup. But even then, there's a lot of free agents coming up. So, yes, unload those picks. Start, I mean, because... And, and the the previous lottery picks have clearly proven that it's not necessarily going to provide them with a lot of success because they're bottom of the league, right? They just had the top pick the two two drafts ago, still ended up bottom in the league. So unload, start bringing in some guys who can really bring that leadership, bring that tenacity. So we're we talking immaturity. Are these guys just like getting paid a lot of money and then just like having a good time with it and coasting? I think injuries and a little bit of maybe not immaturity, but not that veteran leadership that they do need because realistically they have Boyan, they have Marvin Bagley Jr. who has dealt with a lot of injuries and uh, I'm forgetting the, the, the point guard right now. He's been with them for a while, but either way, they haven't necessarily had a lot of older guys on their roster in recent seasons. So maybe not immaturity, but lack of leadership. Um, as this season is now 
over, mm-hmm. 12 hours over, mm-hmm. after the uh, Denver Nuggets uh, win the title. Mm-hmm. Um, what about next year? What do you see? Is this is this anybody's for next year? Well, realistically, I think it, it is. Although Denver is right now the favorites, no surprise because they had a crazy run this season. They're the top of the favorites, but the Bucks are right there behind them. Even the Celtics are still there, even though they blew their little you know potential comeback against the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm not going to say that the Nuggets are going to repeat, but I will say that I think it's really anybody's title to take next season. I want to say, realistically, it's going to be an Eastern contender again next year who takes the title. I've uh, I've heard from people who say that the way the game is played now is um, such a departure from what they grew up watching, just the actual style of play. Absolutely. Uh, Post-up play, mm-hmm. big man. Mm-hmm. Um do you have a preference? Do you think that that uh, basketball was better, worse, about the same? Will that come back around again? Are these trends, mm-hmm. or is it just keep going linearly and uh, linearly with uh, new styles of play? I think it's nice to see variety again, to see maybe these younger guys introduce a different style of play. Although I will say I've been on that bandwagon of not necessarily liking what I'm seeing as far as where the league is heading towards. And I say that because clearly defense cannot be played. I mean, it's an offensive league now. You can hardly play any real you know rougher contact against your opponent without being called for a foul. And we saw that a lot in this playoffs. I would like to say that in the past, I definitely appreciated basketball a little bit more and how it was played, especially in the 2010s. I think that was my favorite area just because I was old enough to truly appreciate it. Right now, it's not horrible, but where it's headed could be kind of bad, and I think that's why we're seeing that in the viewership, to be honest. Well, yeah, viewership, yep. attendance. I mean, you get teams that are great. Yes. Fans will still go to the game. I mean, let's, let's be honest here. If the Pistons started to kick butt, <laughs> I mean, there would be uh, there'd be a swell of fans. You, you, you win, people yes. are going to go. Yeah. then they will come back. Mm-hmm. But it seems like we're ages away from ever happening. In fact, I the last time I remember them being this bad, I was like 10. That's bad. That's and, uh, <laughs> and, you know, you've had uh, two strong eras with the bad boys yeah. and then with uh, uh, Wallace mm-hmm. and Rip mm-hmm. and all those guys. And since then, it's been like, uh, what the heck? What do we got to do to build a franchise? I, again, uh, maybe, I mean, to have that type of caliber again as far as like Chauncey Billups, Rasheed Wallace, Rip Hamilton all those guys that was tough I mean because like Ben Wallace that was an undrafted player so that was kind of like just a diamond in a rough type of player that Detroit bet on and they got him I mean they they worked him into a Hall of Fame player we're seeing this with Denver they a lot of their guys really outside of like Aaron Gordon and Bruce Brown those two guys are kind of newer to the roster but outside of that Denver has been building for years so Denver, or excuse me, Detroit's been building for well over a decade, but just to go back to it, I think they truly and honestly need to back away from their trend of hoping to get a higher pick and bringing in some young guy and, you know, maybe even later in the draft, bringing in more young guys and start heading towards trying to incentivize older guys who, you know, maybe in their late 20s, maybe early 30s to come in and provide some solid leadership for a strong core like Cunningham, Ivy, and Duran. 
Anthony Clark is joining me here on the huge show all across Michigan. How the heck did you get so into basketball? <laughs> well, to be quite honest, Ben Wallace was actually one of my first favorite players ever. I don't know why. I think it, maybe it was the fro and the headband. It just looked so cool. It looked so dope. And he just looked so just dominant. I just loved him. And then I don't know. I, I just I, I just love it. I, for whatever reason, nobody in my family necessarily played. And we didn't necessarily like talk about it a lot like that. But basketball is just a great sport. So you were a kid, you started watching the Pistons, yes. things like that, and yes. like, oh, God, this is good. Do you remember the malice at the Palace? Oh, absolutely. Was that not the was greatest child, thing ever? That, yes, that was. That was fantastic. <laughs> Craziest thing oh, ever. Oh, everybody <laughs> says that was bad, but no. I was like, oh, give it, me it, more. I mean, that's all they were talking Holy about, moly. right? Yeah, I mean, seriously, we hadn't seen a scrap like that since, uh. like, the 80s. So that was like, I mean, that's why Ron Artest got suspended for oh, an entire year. They're him. calling him a criminal, telling him, saying he needs to be arrested. He, so. they should have paid him double to stay in the league. You need that. Oh, my that was gosh. And everybody, everyone's like, oh, this is terrible. This is so what an ugly scene. I was like, no way. Sign me up. Oh, man. That was awesome. Yeah, I'm kind of a scumbag like that, but uh, that's kind of how I roll. All right, it's, a, it's each own, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, there's nothing better than an NBA. See, because that was crazy because typically an NBA fight, it's, you know, nothing. It's not like hockey. You know, hockey, you, no. you beat a guy up and you go sit down for five minutes, you're back on the ice. Yep. Uh, and there's not really, and the NBA, it's not, it doesn't really get that ugly, but that was extreme ugly. That, that was, was fans. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, truly and honestly, I don't think punches have been landed like that. I don't think since. Like, yeah. I can't think of a single moment since that moment of where real contact was happening as far as punches. I know. Thrown. It makes me sad. <laughs> 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 okay. Well, there you go. Uh, 866-838-HUGE. Some would say 866-838-4843. Uh-huh. What do you think of that? That was great. Uh, text <laughs> HUGE to 21000 to get in on the text chain and say whatever is on your mind. That's the way most people do it these days, Brett. Yeah. They, they don't, like, call the radio station and, like, talk to them because oh. they don't want, like, the hose giving it back to them. So they just sit there, and then they hit you in the face with a rock, which is the text, and then they go, ha, ha, and then that's it. You know, nobody exactly. wants to square up and talk to your old pal Eric Zane. You can talk to me about anything sports-related, and I could absolutely uh, uh, hold my own. It doesn't necessarily mean I know what I'm talking about. But if you have any questions on sports that you want to give your old pal EZ or Anthony Clark, by all means, I would love to hear from you on the huge show across Michigan. Okay, we've got another segment coming up in just a little bit. We'll get to that coming up next. This is the huge show across Michigan. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Bullying, lack of patience, cruelty to animals. Those are not good traits. They also happen to be critical warning signs of violence. June is Gun Violence Awareness Month, and the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police wants you to know that at-risk people often display warning signs before they resort to gun violence. Search online for 10 critical warning signs of violence and ask your local police department how you can safely make a difference. 
Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. Disturbed, the Take Back Your Life Tour. Labor Day Monday, September 4th at Soaring Eagle. And same show, same night, Stain. Tickets start at $34 and on sale now at the Soaring Eagle box office or etix.com. Party hard, rock harder. Disturbed and Stained. Labor Day Monday. Part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. At Mercantile Bank, we understand that different businesses have different needs. That's why our team of business specialists take the time to understand your business, your goals, and your objectives. We provide tailored solutions and innovative products, all delivered locally. So when you're ready to work with a partner who understands your unique business needs, call us. We're here and ready to put the wheels in motion. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business, and let's make dreams a reality. Member FDIC. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Show is live across Michigan. Seventy-five great radio stations. Seven. Yeah, you got it. Oh my gosh, I am so jealous of this guy. He marches in here, and all these people hear his beautiful voice. Bill Simonson is at the uh, Pro Am Golf Tournament for the LPGA in town at Blythefield Country Club. And, uh, wow, I can just imagine what that is like. Now, I know that our very own Brett, Superfly Hayes, is uh, all about golf. You're going to be taking a little golf trip before too long in a few weeks. Are you, yeah. uh, like, better than Bill at golf? No. No? No. I'm I'm coming up on him, though. Is he a... Uh, you ever seen the movie Caddyshack? Yeah. You know, Ted Knight, he throws his clubs and has a temper. Bill, Bill strikes me as like that. Mm. Does, he get, does he get angry when he's golfing, maybe? He doesn't throw his clubs, but no. he gets very angry at himself. Oh, okay. Of, Dang it, Billy. Dang it, Bill. Oh, Come it on, is, Bill. It isn't like he slices it and blames you. Because <laughs> no. I've seen that Not happen. Yet. I've Not seen yet. that happen. <laughs> Not yet. Right. Billy back tomorrow. Uh, having a great time golfing. Uh, it, it's a who's who of celebrities over there, and Bill is, of course, leading the charge with that. A uh, short amount of time left with Anthony Clark, 
who uh, joined uh, has joined us and was uh, talking some NBA. So um, now a little bit about you. You grew up in West Michigan or did you grow up in Detroit? Where, where, where about? Born and raised in Grand Rapids. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, take me. I remember the first time I went on the air. It was the most nerve wracking thing. I think I peed my pants. It was <laughs> terrible. How was it your first time on the air professionally was here in this building? Yes, absolutely. That had, was that how? I mean, seriously. It was, I mean, my first professional broadcast was for Wood Radio. And yeah, I was shaking like no other. You could hear the voice cracking the entire time I was reading the news. Newscast. It was rough, but I got through it, and I thankfully have found some confidence. Just learned that breathing and honestly standing up while talking usually helps. So standing up, yeah, while doing the newscast, but like okay. talking sports, I can sit down all day. So you've been doing this for how many months? Uh, what, two months. Two months. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. If you. you were to go back to when I started doing this, the first two months, you'd have thought it was like a make a wish thing. It was so bad. It was terrible. I was fortunate though to have the resources at Grand Valley to, to work on the student radio networks there to kind of get that practice in, though, before I came here at iHeart. Oh, I had plenty of practice. I mean, it just I never got better. I was trying to help you out, Eric. No, it was it's remarkable. You're so good at this at such an early uh, phase of your yeah, career. Absolutely. I, again, I don't know. I'm just, I'm a fortunate guy. You I, make that's me all I can sick. Say. <laughs> it's so frustrating, man. Holy cow. Have any women reached out to you and said, you sound so good, here's my phone number? Besides my girlfriend, no. Oh, there you go. There you go. She's spectacular. So, yeah, soon to be fiance. Good so she knows. Soon she to be knows. fiance. Hey, this ain't news. This ain't, hold on, everybody. This isn't new news, but yes, yes. Well, so you're, you're getting ready to make I, her your fiance. She, she knows. She knows. We got we had to finish college. Awesome. We, we both just graduated in April, so we're, we're making those plans. You're we're getting there. power couple. Let her mom not hear this, though, but we're getting there. You are a power couple. Oh, my God. I love her. I love her. The sky her. is the limit for you. Look at that. Thank you. What a great day this has been. <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh, so that is uh, that is good. I tell you what. When can we hear you next? Whenever Bill would love to have me. I, w- I would love to be here. So okay, but you're on the radio. Oh, ex- oh excuse radio. me. I guess that was a better question. Yeah, I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, next, actually tomorrow, tomorrow from uh, ten to two thirty, Wood Radio, one hundred six point nine, thirteen hundred a.m. Oh my God! So after pudding gets done, you take over and you do and you do the news. I love that. Absolutely. All right. Very good. He is Anthony Clark. You can follow him on Twitter. Is there, yes. what, what are you on Twitter? Uh, Anthony Clark Jr. underscore all lowercase. I don't know what you said. <laughs> the the, right. the youngins know it. There you go, folks. We'll be back coming up in just a bit. This is the huge show across Michigan. Big, bad, huge.